Farmers Insurance knows that there's a not-so-subtle difference between the sound of a car hitting your rear bumper and the sound of a clown car hitting your rear bumper. Whoa, 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 whoa! Sorry about that. Here's a balloon animal. Add my information. We call that a three-ring fender bender, and we covered it. At Farmers... They know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. <laughs> Click for more. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Oh, yeah. You NXT fans know what music that is. It's a little Bailey. Rob McCarron here with Jeff Hawkins. It is a special episode of Shake Them Ropes here at VoicesOfWrestling.com as we are talking WrestleMania weekend with Jeff Hawkins, who went to the NXT show last night. Mm. Jeff, your girl Bailey had a good showing, I hear. Everybody had a good showing. Um, the only real... If you wanted to put it as a negative, I don't think uh, Finn Balor and Adrian Neville necessarily lived up to expectations of the main event, but it was still a good match. It was just one of those things where, and I, I heard this reported earlier, is that they had originally wanted to stop the show at 11.55 so that they didn't incur the extra cost of running the arena, and then they ended up going till almost 1, one thirty. Because they just decided the crowd was so hot, hey, we'll incur the cost and we'll give them a little bit more show, which was awesome. Yeah, because um, if that show ended at two hours instead of three, that, you know, with all the matches they had, I don't know if they would have cut a match. But in terms of a positive wrestling experience, it's one of the, I mean, <laughs> the, the card isn't going to be compared to, say, New Dominion what, or anything New Japan, but, but, but it was a great, great yeah. crowd. My God. What did I tell I you before it. you went? I told and you, also, don't, you know, don't yeah. worry about the matches on there. It's there for the yeah. experience. It's there to see mm-hmm. everyone. I oh, hear. and it totally worth it. Totally worth it. And I took a nap, so yeah, I wasn't tired. Yeah. <laughs> well, before we get too much into the NXT talk, uh, I, as a WrestleMania tradition, it seems apparently, am getting sick. So hooray for WrestleMania season. Like it's happened ever since WrestleMania 23 that I went to live. Like it seems to happen every single year. That Which I get one? sick over WrestleMania. Twenty three was in Detroit. Was oh, okay. And my God, I was it was horrible. Mm. I was miserable that weekend. Like I had to skip an ROH show. And you know, I, I got floor seats which were on somewhat of a riser there at Ford Field in Detroit. And I just went through maybe I mean fifteen rolls of toilet paper blowing my nose. Oh, so bad. I was miserable. <laughs> and then of course I got to watch the Team ECW Originals versus the New Breed, which just made everything better. Not. I. <laughs> yes, I could tell by the tone in your voice. Uh, you can tell that WrestleMania is in in town. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure you can. Hey, I have a Real- question before we get too big into uh, WrestleMania weekend. Since okay. You're a longtime fan. Okay. And the Bushwhackers are going into the Hall of Fame. Okay. Were the Bushwhackers just below Hogan in terms of popularity? Oh. Because that's a true thing that was said by someone who considers themselves smart. Mm, maybe when they first came in, but then no, 
by any metric you can measure, not as popular as Hogan and not um, almost as popular as Hogan. They are, they're a novelty act. So just to, just to be clear, the Bushwhackers, not just below Hogan in terms of popularity. Right. Who said that? Somebody. No, I want a name. Somebody. Uh-oh. Am I going to be in trouble now? No. Okay, good. Not at all. Someone named uh, Aubrey. It's a girl's oh. name. Oh. Uh, um, anyway, so I'm sick. We got the Bushwhackers going to the Hall of Fame. You finally mm. got to experience an NXT show. I did. Finally. Um, after I've experienced many, many, many. Yeah, and you experience all those shows and you do all that driving. Who gets the GTS on their first one? Mother. This guy. First match in the show was the day with Tommy. He beat Tyler Breeze. Well, we have to we have to start from the beginning here. Do we? What, what was okay? Go ahead. There's there's a few things here that were that were fun. Number one, the arena looked spectacular. I saw pictures. It did the look way great. they did it, it. It was just spectacular. If if they can do this in certain like collegial locales and whatnot, I have higher hopes for the touring brand because yeah. it looks classy. It doesn't look like just. You know, hey, we're just throwing together some kind of show. I mean, they, it it was really, really nice. But do um, you think? Do you think they could do five thousand seat arenas like that without a big event like WrestleMania or big, uh, you know, event kind of surrounding an NXT show? Like they can't just go to, you know, New York and fill up five thousand seats, can they? Just on a random New Saturday. Maybe New York. There, there are certain places I think they could, depending on how top heavy their card is. Like, I think you could go to, like, a, and and here's what I'd be doing if I was NXT. I'd be targeting that hipster college audience. I'd target something like Los Angeles's, you know, Pauley Pavilion on UCLA's campus. Or, you know, you go to the triangle around, you know, Carolina Duke and uh, UNC and Wake. And you go to Philadelphia and you'd have something like on the grounds of like Villanova or something to that effect. And you, and you, you get the influx of college kids and indie fans and you could probably do it. See, I I'm, think I'm thinking like, I don't know if they're going to do that right away. And I would love for not them to right try. Away. Not right away. No, but you, you keep, but not even, not even right away. Like I think it will take a longer period of time for them to do something like this. That isn't, you know, coordinated with another event. Because I think Triple H wants to make sure. Well, he wants to make sure every event has this positive vibe, and there's absolutely no chance for what can be considered a disappointment. I have higher hopes than I did. Let's put it that way. I don't. I I wouldn't throw them out to the wolves just yet. Oh no! Yeah, I was just curious because you know you you got to see the largest crowd at an NXT show in history. You were a part of that. Yes. Did that part sink in? You were a part of the largest crowd ever for NXT. Well, if it didn't, they told me it enough. Oh, so. did they really? <laughs> a couple times, yeah. Oh, the hyping um, up their little uh, five thousand plus. There was a little bit of fluffing on their part of their of their of uh, of how how important and how important we were, um, which is nice, and I get it. Um, it's all part of the show, and it's part of what they do. It, it, well, um, it, you know, they do it at WrestleMania, and that's one of those things where you're part of a crowd. Like everyone at home is like mocking, oh, ninety thousand people, yeah, whatever, who cares? When you get that announcement like of the attendance while you're at some place it's somewhat you feel like you feel good about yourself like you're part of something now we didn't get the actual attendance well we got you know approximations but but it was right. about how important this was and how okay. important and i think it was just based on the fact that you know vince and stephanie were in near gorilla watching the show um apparently you know scott hall sean michaels 
uh, Seth Rollins, um, and other luminaries were also backstage watching the show. Uh, Jim Ross came in to a huge ovation to sit front row center, uh, which is interesting for a number of reasons. Um, and, and of course, who, who that, that dude with the white jacket who's front row of every pay-per-view, he was there too. <laughs> um, started out with Corey Graves and a technical slip-up, which we thought might be a bad harbinger for the evening. Uh, his mic didn't work, and he got 5,000 people yelling, you fucked up, which was nice. Hooray, um, Corey Graves. But, but it's funny because his opening promo was like, in the beginning, there was a revolution that started with the Wyatts and the Shield. And then he dropped the names of Adam Rose and Bo Dallas, which <laughs> just go, all right, whatever. But the crowd, you know, forgave him and he built up to a crescendo and uh, it got started. I thought the, <laughs> I think it's still weird that they do the national anthem at this thing. Well, hey, Hunter wanted to make this feel like a big event. And it did. Trust me, it did. Um, Josie does the national anthem actually before the TV tapings too. It wasn't just a special thing where it's all, she's it always, very good. But yeah, she's she does very- it. Before the TV tapings all the time, too. <laughs> JoJo. Uh, Little JoJo. Yeah, and we started with uh, Hideo Tommy versus Tyler Breeze. Uh, they warned us before going in, no selfie sticks allowed. So so in, in true fashion, Tyler Breeze did not have a selfie stick. Did he play it up during the entrance at all, or what, did he just come out without one? No, he just came out without one and was still recording him himself and oh, whatnot. okay. Uh, fun match. Th- this match was great because uh, Atami showed more personality in this match than he has during his entire run um, in NXT. Just kind of he 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 was uh, he was mimicking Tyler Breeze's uh, you know in ring stuff. Um, and it was a house show match. Like he wasn't told what to do on TV and to hit time cues so hard. So like he can right. relax a little bit. Oh yeah, no, they were they were playing to this crowd. That that was the best part I think of this whole show is that they weren't trying to hit cues, they were trying to feel the audience. Yeah. It, and that's what it felt like and and uh boy, he, these two these two have a great chemistry together. They do. I've loved most of their matches if not all of them that I've seen. I've um, been to I've been to two of them live, but we got know. the we got the tease of the GTS and we thought, "Ah, they're going to do that to us again." And then all of a sudden it's like He's up there and he's not struggling and he's coming down and just the, the, the place exploded. Yeah. I mean, it just, I mean, everybody just, I mean, it was almost like, oh, how, I mean, I've been to so many matches, but like a, a main event on a main event type show type pop yeah. for like a title change. I mean, this thing just blew the roof off the dump. It was great. <laughs> it was just great. No, I, I was, I was jealous. Like that's the first place you see it, which is great. Cause it's the house show. You know, like he can still do it on TV somewhere and people will still go ape. But like, you know, give the fans something special in the opening match and you know you're in for a special night. Like, Hideo I think, I think the, best thing, the best thing about Hideo imitating Tyler Breeze doing the kind of uh, lounging on the top rope act, peeled himself some grapes, space work type nice. stuff. That killed me. And he took it up another notch, which is great. And, uh, <laughs> no, Tyler, Tyler, Tyler Breeze is pants just looks like he like slaughtered a muppet and put him on his leg and then there was like a chant of like dead muppets or dying muppets at nxt which got a kick out of me and and harrington especially um yeah and uh then after that uh we got into uh bull dempsey versus jason jordan this is your nxt match 
This yeah. is NXT right here. Well, it was funny because, okay, the hot opener, what are they going to follow with? And it's bull, bull. And we're like, oh, man. <laughs> bull definitely. But you know what? Bull was pretty damn great in this, putting over Jason Jordan. Um, they start out, Jordan comes out and does his uh, kind of like look at my body type thing where he kind of wipes it down, you know, his muscles. In in bull dusty face, bull pulls off the singlet top and just kind of wipes down his hairy chest in response, and then they just had a big guy, th- big guys throwing each other around match, and uh, you know bull hit his finisher, but it got kicked out of, and uh, Jordan then hit uh, what kind of suplex is it? I want to say it's a T bone, but I don't think that's it. It's not. It's like to the side. Do you know the exact name of that? I you know I didn't see him obviously land it and he but hasn't I mean, really hit a finisher he, on tv so i don't no, know he's what like, no about. it's what he it's what he landed before on tv really when does he had a match there what he won on tv come on now or it's what he landed when he turned on his tag team partner oh um i'll look and see okay my fault i'm sorry keep for going, not knowing, keep going for not knowing names and whatnot and then uh went straight into a divas tag team match yeah with, uh, with uh becky lynch and dana brooke Versus uh, Alexa Bliss and Bailey. Uh-huh. I was right. The Alexa Bliss Bailey combination, fantastic. Yeah, sure. Just fantastic. Dana Brooke. I had never seen her. I know she was on. I think this week's NXT or last week's. She's been, uh, yeah, I've seen her a couple of times just on house show and uh, TV. She was in a dark match once, but she's one that you know it. Within the next year, she's going to be one of the top rising females there, especially if the others get called up. She might even be there sooner, but she's the next one coming up. Is she? Oh, yeah. Okay. No, well, she's, I mean, she's very green. She's very green, but, but she's, she's very next, athletic. She's she, can do some, she can do some moves. Right. I mean, she, she impressed me, and, and her heel mannerisms are great. Becky, Becky was great being a heel just when, you know, when they announced – you know, San Jose's own Bailey and just coming into the ring and Bailey's going to hug you and she's just throwing a temper tantrum. I hadn't seen that kind of fire in her in a long time. Yeah. Um, great match, I thought. I th- the, these four worked really, really well together. They, uh, you know, it, it's it was almost, a, you don't want to say a typical Bailey match because it undersells it, but it was really, really great. A uh, couple near falls by Becky on Bailey. Um, a lot of just throwing. <laughs> These ladies like throwing each other off the rape apron onto the floor. Off the rapron. Rapron. Yeah, yeah, I know. I God, just shut God, up. You sexist already. But you know there yeah. there were there were a lot of those bumps sure. going on, especially yeah. on Bliss and especially on Dana Brooke. Uh, the fitness models were getting it. I don't. But uh, Bailey won with the uh, belly to Bailey. So. And, Super creative, Jason Jordan, on his uh, WWE profile. Mm-hmm. They call the signature move the Jordan Slam. Okay. So super creative. I believe he may actually call it the Hoosier Daddy. Okay. But uh, yeah, I don't know exactly what it is because I can't recall seeing it. So. And they gave uh, Bailey a nice post-match promo. Your hosts for the evening were uh, that Greg dude who sounds a lot like Jeremy Borash. Yep. And he looks and, a lot uh, like Jeremy Borash. Yeah, and R- Rich Brennan was there too. And I think they were taping. Uh, they had like a couple of cameras, but nothing I'm, like on. Yeah, not, nothing on booms or cranes. I'm or anything sure like. Ryan Katz was out there with his little handheld. Yeah, he, yeah, stuff. he was. Um, you know, Bailey gave the super fiery. I'm so happy to have won in front of my people in San Jose type of thing, and everybody loved her. Uh, 
her blow up men did not necessarily work on cue in that building, but it was still a, it was still a great thing. Um, yep. And then you got uh, you know another NXT match. Yeah, it was interesting, but they gave these guys time. It was a uh, Kalisto versus Solomon Crow. Yep. And uh, they had you know they actually got about I think ten minutes to work together. And it was really, really good match. Um, Crow is, I think the, uh, his original finisher, that thing where he bounced off the ropes. I think that's going to go the way of a tra- of a false hope spot for a pin. Yeah. I mean, that's just not a finisher because Callis- Kalisto, uh, kicked out of it. And he, uh, and he won with um, what Mookie called the tequila sunrise. It's that thing that, you know, uh, no, it's, both the stretch, Brock, it's the stretch yeah, muffler. Yeah, stretch muffler. What both Brock and Eddie used to do yeah. with the leg across the uh, neck. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, no, fun little match. I thought Solomon Crow looked uh, looked really good. He's, uh, he's still missing some kind of connection. Crowd kind of not, you know, the crowd was into it towards the end. Kalisto, uh, really good, flying all over the place for the guy. Um I'd be shocked if he doesn't get brought up soon just because Ray's gone. I mean, he knows how to work the style. Yeah, but we've been saying that for two years. Well, for a year. Like, well, maybe Ray's nobody's, not around. Maybe it, nobody's getting brought up ever, and they're just going to keep well, this as next team. It which makes is sense to move Callisto up because I think he's someone who can have a role in WWE just like Ray did. I don't know if he's ever going to be as popular, but yeah, move the guy up. Let's let's move on with this now. Ray's not and, coming back. Yeah. As as much as people loved Bailey, Baron Corbin's music hits. Yeah. The booze start. Yeah, but I'm gonna guess he played up to those. He did eventually. Um, because they turned because we weren't sure who he was gonna be facing and they brought out Rhino. Yeah, they did. And people loved Rhino. Of course they did. And um, there was no way you were gonna put those two together and figure the crowd was gonna cheer Baron. They knew what was up. He's been no. working heel on some of these house shows, especially with the larger crowds. Like, that's God. a guy, if they called him up, he's not ready for long matches, but I think he's ready to fill that role as a big new heel. Uh, no, that's true. He got the, uh, he got the dreaded you can't wrestle chant. Which, yeah, come on, guys. Come on, guys, with that. I uh, know, but... Uh, You're watching no. a developmental match with a guy who hasn't wrestled for that long, who does not come from a wrestling background. He's not going to be... You know, Brian Danielson, he's not going to be those guys as my alarms go off here. <laughs> so I'm sick. I've been taking naps all day. Well, you know what it is. I, have I, thought, to watch... Scott, I thought Scott Steiner was about to come in or Cesaro. Scott I Steiner, yeah, well, not Cesaro, but yeah, Scott Steiner. That would be something, right? Bring Scott Steiner back to NXT, why don't we? But Baron Corbin, I like Baron Corbin. I'm, I'm on the Baron Corbin bandwagon here. Like, I need people to stop booing him for the You Can't Wrestle chance. Boo him because he's got a character that is the loner. Let him be a loner. You know, the women still scream for him. Like, there were, what do you think about the crowd dynamics there? How is it for the house show? Like, women to male ratio? Because normally NXT shows get a pretty good female ratio going. There was not that. Not I mean, it was, I'd, I'd say about 85, 15. Oh, wow. So you probably didn't get the screaming and the screeching for Baron's entrance. No, like we usually it, was, do. it was the groups. Big groups of dudes and a couple of dudes who actually had girlfriends or female friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, that's the one difference. Like if I'd be interested in, honestly, I'm interested in a Baron Corbin going on tour because that's the big thing with him is the females really dig him, but you have to have a larger female audience and NXT shows usually do, but I, I feared that that NXT San Jose show wasn't going to be one of them. 
No, but uh, he did play up the heelishness, especially after the match. Because oh, yeah. what what they did was they teased uh, they teased the gore, and he missed a couple times. And then one time when he went for it, uh, Corbin caught him in uh, in his finisher, um, which is still impressive when he deadlifts. Like Absolutely, that. and it's he does that every impressive. time. Though. Oh yeah, it's very impressive. And uh, but after the match, of course, uh, Corbin was going for a little bit more punishment and ended up getting gored. To the face pop of Rhino, who got to leave on a high note, which Absolutely. is nice. Rhino brought in for an NXT house show in San Jose, right? And uh, we got a we got an intermission after this, um, which shocked me because I didn't uh, think the show was going to be that long. Oh yeah, they they do an intermission. They did an intermission in Columbus where people couldn't move because where was anyone going to go in that yeah. small building? They they do it, you know. And then they but then Corey Graves goes, "I got a surprise for you." Surprise. Surprise. That's Triple what he does. H. Yep, that's what that's what <laughs> I love when Corey Graves did that in Columbus. Like, I got a surprise. And then he pauses. Surprise. And Triple H's music hits. And Triple H comes out. And is that the moment, you know, when he's doing his little citation that you've realized Jim Ross was in the front row? No, no, no. We knew beforehand oh, because okay. right 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 as the mat right as the show started, people were chanting for jim ross okay. as, and they actually delayed the start of the show until they died it until it died down nice a bit but um huge i mean just as big as the gts pop yeah super face uh, comes out and he's recording the crowd on his on his iphone or whatever as he's coming in and kind of hyping everybody up you know you know, getting the arms up and going, come on, come on, come on. Yeah. And this is before he walks into the uh, audience. I mean, into the, uh, into the ring. And, you know, he gave a very thankful, I mean, he's the one who goes, look, there's a bunch of guys back there watching this. Um, we're very, I mean, he very, being very appreciative of us and, you know, it, it, it got the, this is awesome. And you are awesome. And of course that gets the, we are awesome chant that I guess, uh, Dave, Dave Meltzer did not care for too much. Um, but that, you know, they, he, he was prompting him to say it. Well, he wasn't there at that point. He's talking about later in the show. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, no, no. He got there right. He got there right during the Hunter promo or like towards the end. He got there after the Hunter promo. Yep. Okay. And, uh, no, it was a very fun. <laughs> he goes, Vince is here, half boos, half yays. Stephanie's here, boo. <laughs> you people realize the greatness of Stephanie McMahon. It, uh, it it floors me that Triple H is so beloved. Well, I mean, even though even though we even I mean he's the public face of NXT, but we don't we don't really know no, he's what the, he thinks, does he? No, he's the boss of NXT. I get that. Fully, I get that. But but yeah. but. But you know what I'm saying? Behind closed doors, it's still kind of a mystery to us. Is it? No, it's not. It's not a mystery well, to me. Well, it is to me because I What's mean, he says. Mystery? Well, he says the things on the on the. Uh... <sighs> There's the duality, and you know that just from the history of how he's been, you know, as a performer. And now he's in charge of this NXT thing, and he's saying all the right things on conference calls, but, you know, they don't necessarily come to fruition, and they don't necessarily do this. And so you never really know, you know, what he thinks of a guy like Sami Zayn, necessarily. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I, I think we know what he thinks of Sami Zayn for the fact that Sami Zayn's the face of that <laughs> company, basically. Well, like, true, but, 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 I mean, you look at the du- this kind of duality. Okay, Sami Zayn's the face of, of NXT. Yeah. How does he view Daniel Bryan on the main roster? Main roster's not his baby. 
No, no, I know that, but... And he knows it's a different audience. Like, if Sami Zayn was going to WWE, I don't think Triple H would say this is the guy who should be the face of WWE. But NXT, for the audience we're hitting, and for the network viewership, this is our guy. Okay. You have different roles. Like, the same guy for one company is not going to be the same guy for another company if you have different markets. You know, Fair. If he thinks John Cena is the biggest guy in the world, and he started running, you know, AAA, he's probably not bringing in John Cena to be the top guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, just smooth transition after the promo goes, Jojo, what do we got up next? Elimination tag team match, triple threat. Yeah, you, you had two title matches here in a row, and this was the first one. You got the, uh, you know, the dubstep cowboys against. <laughs> I said that and, and Mookie did had no clue what I was talking about. Cause I actually, you know, this is, uh, it's not their real name. So I think well, it's no, going to be not. one of those, uh, you got to be like on the Twitters to know what that name is. Well, but also, you know, that this was also part of the exciting part is that Mookie is not that huge into NXT. Yeah. So you had to explain a lot of the things like, like Aiden English is now part of the Vaude villains. He's no longer singing type of ketchup which i mean he was he, he and his wife loved this show so yeah. i mean it was, it was it was just a blast talking to him about it but yeah you got the vaude villains versus the dubstep cowboys versus enzo and cass with vince mcmahon sitting there and hearing just how loud the enzo cass promo was it would not shock me on monday if enzo and cass make an appearance even if it's in a losing effort because I, they are they are the new new age outlaws. I will tell you what. They have this whole shtick down and the audience, this this kind of smarky crowd, loud as hell. I, I tell you yeah, what, like, I would not be shocked if we see something with Enzo on like a main event or superstars taping. Mm-hmm. Test it out a little bit. It'll be in front of a hot crowd, so it'll still go ape. But right. I would not be shocked at all if we I see mean, them on a superstars or main event. This crowd was loud for Enzo and Cass. They are, man. I remember when I didn't get it. Yes. Back in the day, I just did not get this. I had to turn the corner on Enzo because I just thought he was annoying at first, but now I love him. So annoying. But I think part of it, honestly, was the fact that he was feuding with Frenchie. That could be it. I think that was why I didn't like it because I'm like, I don't care about this because he's feuding with, you know, French guy. Enzo gets a huge pop. Cass gets a huge pop. Carmella gets booed. Well, what helps them too yeah. is Big Cass's look and yeah. that they got a girl with them. Like, <sighs> it, it's all working for Enzo to get some type of push just for who he's paired with. I'll tell you something. Enzo's right. She is hotter than hell in person. She's very attractive <laughs> in person. She's one of those <sighs> girls that does much better in person than on TV. <sighs> much better. Good God. Um, <laughs> She's an attractive lass. Yes, she is. Attractive um, female competitor this is what i would call a standard nxt type match oh, but yeah, there were there were there were a few there were a few there were a few good spots in here like there there was a fun one that especially mookie got a kick out of where they had uh i think they had blake down on the mat with uh chicken wing and uh aiden english comes in and starts doing uh uh the squat the uh indian squats down and he tags in um his partner and he comes in and, and does this Gotch. Simon Gotch. I knew it was Simon Gotch and I almost called him Simon Dean? Frank no. Gotch? Carl Gotch? Frank, I, I almost called him Frank Gotch. That's, That's what I almost called him. That's who he um, is. It's Frank Gotch coming yes. back at you. And then uh, Gotch came in, did the same thing, and then they both took an arm and did, him, did the fall back together and, yeah. and, and Mookie just 
pop like that. I love goofy tag team spots. It's so weird with the vaude villains too, is because everyone was so into them when they first came, uh, first became a tag team. Like we want to be into these guys. Mm-hmm. And this is why NXT is important because a lot of these people, people are into right away. Like, okay, this is new. This is exciting. These are guys I think we're going to like. So let's cheer them and go crazy. But you start to find out after a few tapings, like, do these guys have staying power? And the villains are one who have not kept up the steam on house shows and on TV that they had when they first debuted. So I don't know if it's going to take a, another tweak in their characters, another tweak in the program. But, like, they're somewhat entertaining. And I like both guys. But the villains are a team that, you know, the NXT crowd is not going to be able to save them by any means. No. Now, it was a lot of getting the heat on Enzo and a lot of Enzo doing that wacky dance that he does at the, also when he got when he got offense in. But, which, um, which is kind of what Road Dog used to do. Like, these are the New Age <laughs> yeah. Outlaws. Oh, no. Yeah, no, they're, they're the new New Age Outlaws, definitely. Um, let's see, Enzo... Uh, who won the uh, match? Let's get a who won the okay, match. Okay, no far. Uh Enzo and Cass eliminated the Vaude villains. And then of course they did the they did the, distra- the the distraction spot with Carmella and she gets hit off of the apron. Schoolboy. Uh du- and the dubstep cowboys win. Dubstep Cowboys, yay. And then what is being heralded is maybe the best match on the show. Yes. No, there's no doubt about that. This was the best match on the show. Nobody's got nobody's gonna argue that. Nobody should argue that. The women's title was on the line. Charlotte and Sasha Banks. Oh, now yeah. There have been some people fading the audience reaction to Sasha compared to Charlotte. They're wrong. They're dead wrong. Charlotte got a great reaction. Don't get me wrong. This crowd loves Sasha Banks. I got to tell you. And they start booing her also as a heel, but they cheer her after she wins. So don't. Am I, am I completely out of my mind in thinking that aside from Sami Zayn, like if Sami Zayn went to the main roster tomorrow and never appeared on NXT again, Sasha Banks is the biggest star there. And that's above Finn Balor. It's above Kevin no, Owens. Not above Balor. Not money-wise. I'm thinking, like, you know, between the not, NXT hardcores. I, I don't know. Okay, maybe not Balor. Not Balor. But she's top and two. Maybe not, she's top and three. Maybe not, maybe not Neville. Right, well, she's top three then. Oh, she's definitely a bigger star than Neville. Oh, easily. Okay. Sasha right now is, if we're talking, like, heat scale, way above Neville. And I think uh, Breeze is above Neville, honestly. I think Neville's fallen quite a bit. Because what, what else has he done there? He just loses now because they're... He's in purgatory right now. They don't know what they want to do with him. He's done his role in NXT. Well, they keep giving him stupid gimmicks. So, did I miss the promo? No, I didn't. Okay. No, this was a great match. Unfortunately, the the one humorous part of it. I mean, it was, it was a great Sasha-Charlotte match. It wasn't as good as uh, their one-on-one at Rival. But um, it was still very, very good and very, very strong. Uh, Charlotte, unfortunately, lost some of her hair extensions. During this match, which made it look like she had lost like half a head of hair like on the mat. Like they just fell out like you see a whole I chunk think, of hair I, out of there. Oh, yeah. Like a whole chunk of hair. Oh, when, when I, I believe Char, uh, Sasha pulled it down and it came out. There's no way she didn't do that on purpose. That's Sasha. Well, She's quite the character. Well, no, they're, they're doing hair pulling spots, but man, they were physical as hell in this match. I'm sure they go out there and they are. And the only reason it stuck out to me is we did not get the usual Charlotte moonsault spot because, and and it's not because of that, but the oh. reason I'm reminded of that is because Dana Brooke, during their match, did that did that backflip that she does, yeah, but lands knees on the stomach of the downed opponent instead of just landing on her feet. Dana did pr- that or Alexa? Because uh, that's Dana, an Alexa move too. 
I thought it was Dana that did it. It very well may have been. I'm just, uh, yeah, Alexa's done that before. She did it okay. on a TV taping that I was at. Oh, okay. Well, I Maybe think they're just I trying do, it out with the different girls. You know? I do believe it was Dana Brooke who, who yeah. hit that hit that on uh, hit that on Alexa. Oh, I believe she stole um, it. Yes. Thief. Yeah, but uh, but you had uh, Sasha getting the win here. Yeah, we had a couple of the, the those you know bank statement to the crucifix tease spots back into the bank statement. Um, you know the usual Sasha making fun of Ric Flair in the match doing his uh. <laughs> His thing, you know, when she does the strut and slaps Charlotte. Um, she really does a good job during these matches of uh, when, when she does the little things like kicking a knee out to get her down. Yeah. Stuff like that, 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 that joint manipulation. Really good at that stuff. So what stuff. you're saying is Sasha Banks is pretty good. She's, she's damn good. She's so She would go up to the main roster today and be the best female they have. No, and, and you could tell she was excited, excited to be in front of that crowd because that entrance just... She was... <laughs> She was hyped on that entrance. I'll put it that way. And then after the match, there was this dude with a bunch of signs in the front row. Some of them funny, some of them not. Like one of them was like, "Becky Lynch's other outfit is on my floor." The, the, See, the that's one for, a good one. This this one it was uh, Sasha needs a Chanel bag over her head or something to that See, effect. That's not and, a good one. No, and and Sasha came out and and basically just got in this dude's face after the match, and it was great. No, there were a couple other good signs. Yeah, they had a good uggo sign. There was one that was funny that I can't remember, but we all laughed at it. But nevertheless, um, great match, great reaction. Uh, thank you, Charlotte Chant, because I think the assumption is she's she's going up to the main roster. Well, it's so weird because I was at the TV taping on February 11th where she kind of gave, like, you know, she was saying goodbye. She was waving goodbye to the crowd after her loss, her rematch to uh, Sasha Banks. Uh-huh. And then she's been on, you know, she was on the next NXT TV taping. She's on all the house shows. She's here. Like, I think people are a little premature, like cheering for her still, because you never know. She could very well be on the next NXT shows, but maybe she'll be on Raw on Monday. No, and then something. Charlotte, be Nikki, Bella. Yeah. There you go. That, oh, I should oh. change my prediction to the Bellas, because let's see if Charlotte debuts. Who's she going to face? Paige? I still don't see why you have to bring her up as she is in NXT. You know, you could have packaged her and Sasha as a tag team and brought them both up together. Could do that. I, I mean, think they're more valuable individually, but yeah. Um, Same as and that, Kevin Owens. Well, this is actually, they were kind of, I think they were kind of, uh, kind of trying to swerve people because of the, uh, this is almost, you know, kind of how Sammy's promo in Columbus was came out, how he's part of a, we're part of a revolution yep. and I'm, and you know, it really started here when me and a guy named Cesaro, big Cesaro chant, did that two out of three falls match. And he's getting cheers and cheers and cheers. And then Kevin Owens music hits. And let me tell you something. Kevin Owens knows how to work this crowd. He know, he's Well, he's been knowing how to do that, you know, for so long. He's so but good I mean, at it. It's but a, I mean, he's a master at it. This crowd. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he's like... Oh, you're gonna take credit for all this. You're gonna take credit. It started when I was here, and then the what chance started, and he took a moment. And he goes, "Really? Yeah, let's all go back to 2002 and just rehash old crappy <laughs> chants like that." And just, and of course, then a yes chant broke out, drowned him out. And they stopped wanting him more or less. Um, but yeah, lots of real heat on here, and then Zane with his comeback, like you know. Oh, really? When I was here, you know, when I was here busting my ass, you were texting me from your couch asking me, how's it going up there? How are you doing up there? And, and, 
And uh, yeah, you're just sitting eating Cheetos while I was actually wrestling here. <laughs> Something of that effect. It Which was is just, probably true. It was great. Cheetos it was really just good. so great. I don't think it was Cheetos. I think I threw that one in for you. But okay. uh, Cheetos are great. It, was, it was like that. And it, it had some real genuine emotion and heat and anger to it. And then, of course, Steen goes, I just got surgery. I can't do this. And left. He's so good. Yeah. He really is. It's and, amazing. And, he kept, and the thing was that nobody knows because everybody's watching Zane in, in the ring is as, as Owens is walking up the apron, he keeps stopping and faking turning back like a step. And then he just goes back. He does this like three times. And it was great. It's amazing because Kevin Steen is the first true case where, you know, this indie superstar comes in and he's got to be a heel because most of them are baby faces when they come in. Right. And he's done it so perfectly. That crowds boo him during the matches, no matter who he's against. And, and you know they what's boo funny? him they, after him before. It's great. And they really haven't changed a thing about him, except his last name. He's just a little, you know, a little more reserved. He's a little more, right. you know, callous in a way. He's not, you know, so, uh, what do I want to say? He's not flashy with his verbal presentation because his wrestling's the same. Yeah. But, like, he's not getting in people's faces. He's the calm, calculating heel. And he does it so well. Spoiler we alert. Kevin Owens is good. Yep. Adrian Neville introduced as our main event. This guy uh, keeps working these main events. He's great. He's I like very him. good. He's very good. Finn Balor, Adrian Neville. And this is the point where the two-hour show became a three-hour show. Yes. And they were in the ring almost at 1 a.m. your time, 4 a.m. my time. Needless to say, I was following along to a little bit of the show for the first couple of matches. Yeah, I bet and you felt. I was done. M- Mookie and his wife were starting to fade because they're on East Coast time. Uh, Damien, surprisingly, wide awake, which killed me. He's well, like, I got my second win. The thing is, some of these people prepare for this. You yes. know, the East Coasters, they know what they're getting into. So they set their schedule ahead of time. You know, right. and I think this might have had a lot to do with why this uh, match may have been a little lackluster. Um, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, people are tired. Some of them probably came from not only the ROH show, but wrestling earlier in the day with Evolve. Like, oh. I don't. I don't mean just the crowd. I mean the wrestlers. <laughs> They're wrestling at one in the morning their time, oh, or I four a, four a.m. their time actually. Well, because they're on Orlando time still. Yeah, they've been in town for two two or three days at that point. Okay. Well, we got. I, I think the, they were okay. Plus, you know, a lot of these guys, especially Neville. I mean, and Balor are used to wrestling late in the day. I don't think that's that was true. so much a big deal. Well, I was just, I was just. Uh... But let's face it. I mean, this was a house show. As amped as these guys were, if you put those two at WrestleMania, and WrestleMania started at midnight, and they were the main event at 4 a.m., you would get a much different match, most likely. This was a yeah. house show still. You got uh, the Balor face paint entrance? Yep. Um, not all the lights were, uh, like those in the NXT arena, so you didn't get the full effect of it, but it was there. Um, a lot of, you know, exchanges and then going into chin locks, which kind of slowed down the pace. And I think people were, were, you know, the, the genuine momentum of the show kept building and building and building and building. And then, and then this was the first one where it kind of descended since the difference between the first and the second match. Um, but still, solid, solid match. They uh, they teased the red arrow once, and he landed on his feet. Um, hit it, got a kick out. Uh, you know, Balor does the foot stomp. 
uh, one, two, three. Apparently, Stephanie was on her feet cheering on this one from oh, what I've course, heard. Some, of course she of, was. Um, of course she was. Everyone's she, a big Finn Balor fan. Loved the match. Everybody loved Balor. Uh, yeah, fun I mean, main it, event. It, it's it, an it, experience. It was, Right? It was just yeah, and 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 seeing it live was was great. Um, th- this match didn't have anything that you hadn't seen these two do before to each other or to right. people like them. So, but but overall, I mean, the experience was fantastic, just fantastic. Loved it. So it was jealous. it was it was it was worth it for me to go up there and not even to see any other shows. And there's a lot of quality shows. I mean, if you're if you're like our our boy Dylan and love the the Gulak Thatcher types you're gonna get a lot of timothy thatcher over this weekend apparently um because he's in everything um you know the ring of honor people and it's you know it's i wish wwe would embrace this as a wrestling convention type of thing as opposed to trying i mean i get yeah these people are making money off of our name but at the same time a lot of these organizations have been feeding your nxt developmental and your main roster now for a few years. So give them a little love so they can stay in business. Yeah, but uh, I think they're doing fine. There's plenty of fans in town to have multiple shows. I'll put it this way. I haven't bought a wrestling shirt ever. And I bought an NXT shirt. I love this show so much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I figured you would. You know, it, it doesn't take a lot. You can go to NXT shows. Imagine the people in Florida who get this every month in their town. Every month. They get it. Mm-hmm. Not on such a grand scale, but you're still getting the same matches. You're getting the same talent. Every month, those lucky ducks down there well, in Florida. Well, they, they need reparations from TNA. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> sure. But yeah, no, fun time, fun crowd, fun people. Uh, fun all around. Yeah, I gotta warn... Oh man, but you know, I think co- the, the college is on spring break, so after the show, everybody's piling out. There's like 40 uh, dudes in their 20s, some in their 30s, doing all sorts of intros for people in a circle in a loud, boisterous thing. And I was just like, these men need girlfriends, all of them. But other than that, nothing annoyed me. <laughs> you know, they're doing like Mr. Kennedy's entrance or doing the, uh, oh, you didn't know. <laughs> all those chants like in a circle just having a party oh it was it was kind of fun okay kind of interesting kind of scary to be honest with you but at the was, same time was finn balor involved uh no then we can move on all right um, we can move on then and that's the end of the show is it i don't know let's let's just update you uh it's the end of nxt i'm sure you heard that uh you know some of the roh results of course samoa joe lost the roh title match yeah, I heard he looked really good. I heard uh, Jay Briscoe had a hell of a match. Jay Briscoe, a lot of people praising Mark Briscoe. He beat ACH, which I was stunned at. And uh, you had Evan Bourne winning a six-way. And then you had Mr. Jimmy Jacobs, his farewell in mm-hmm. ROH. Lacey's return to Ring of Honor as Lacey, the desire of Jimmy Jacobs for a year in ROH back in the day. Made her return to say goodbye to Jimmy Jacobs as he leaves for uh, WWE. So that was the ROH show. There's a whole bunch of other shows going on. We're going to mm-hmm. be back tomorrow after WrestleMania. It's going to be mm-hmm. fun. I'm looking yes. forward to that show. Any yes. last minute changes and predictions from our prediction show that you have to get to? Or are you set? Are you steady with your predictions? Uh, they, I think they may have uh, Lesnar win. I think the momentum is changing that way. 
in a lot of people's minds. I'm going to stick with Reigns just because I think that's the story, but I think there's a lot of momentum. Like, there's going to be a lot of people cheering for every Brock Lesnar near fall tomorrow night. A lot of people. What do you think I'm about... Sti- uh, I'm, I'm sticking with that. I, I think, you know, there's a chance they may let Atami now win the Battle Royal yeah, now that they put it on the pre-show. My next topic, Hideo Atami is in the pre-show Battle Royal. And you know what? Why not? It's on the network. It's not well, going to be. Here's on the my question: pay-per-view. Will Mike jo- Will Mike Johnson report that Finn Balor won the battle royal if Atami wins? Mike Johnson's had a bad week, <laughs> and then he comes out with excuses that make it even worse because they're total bullshit. But what are you going to do? Uh, yeah. The only other one I, I'd I'd even think about uh, changing, and I'm going to put this on record. I think they're going to let Triple H beat Sting. They're going to no. let him screw him. I think I th- so. I think you just have this anti like you know they can't do anything right with Sting. Sting's our boy and. No, it's not that. It's it's. I know the thinking. The thinking is he gets the win back at another card, but you just see the momentum of Sting getting screwed at WrestleMania will make the heat for the next match even better. And I, I don't just, think Sting's wrestling again. And if he does, it's WrestleMania 32. Like that's uh, why I would pick him. I, I get your point absolutely. Because I think they're going to make him commissioner eventually. They're going to put him in charge as an authority figure. So oh, you have to get I, the so so you have to get the stipulation that if I'm Triple sorry, H loses the rematch, I don't see this guy. Gone being on tv once a month let alone every week okay i just don't see it but hey maybe but over but overall i'm gonna stick with my plans i'm just gonna enjoy the show yeah, i don't care about the my show. i'm excited I don't care for the about show. my predictions yeah i'm excited for this wrestlemania i am not upset i'm not going live because i'd much rather watch it on tv but i'm i'm excited for the show i'm excited for this show the walking dead season finale is tomorrow night as well so it does have some competition as far as live viewing um yeah it'll be a fun night and I've just driven five and a half hours and done a one-hour radio show. I'm ready for a nap. One-hour radio <laughs> show is nap time. We'll be back tomorrow, Sunday night, after WrestleMania with a live post show. Go to shakethemropes.com, voicesofwrestling.com for all the information. We'll have this show up. I hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back Sunday, and then uh, we'll be back Tuesday with what will be hopefully an exciting post-mania Raw, what some consider the main event of the weekend. The post-mania Raw will be up with all of that. At shakethemropes.com and voicesofwrestling.com. So long. Go watch all of the NXT. All of it. Go. Now. Do it. In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts 
so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.